Jackson Hole Bible College Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Woodhouse, and this is episode two. And today, we have a guest host with us, because my other hosts are not here. And the guest host is Annie Coons. You all know her. You all love her. And so, thank you for being on here with me. Absolutely, Wade. It's awesome to join you on episode two. Yeah, this is. we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm also going to use you as my alumni interview, so... Stay tuned for that. We're going to ask Annie a lot of questions, and hopefully we'll get some great answers. I'm excited to, to hear some of these things that, that she's going to um, talk about with me. So, um, But first, what is in this podcast? What are we going to do today? So, like always, we're going to give an update on the college, what we're doing here this week, what's going on um, next week, and then we'll go ahead and get into a little fun uh, game that I have prepared with Annie. Uh, it's going to be a, a draft, so that'll be fun. Then uh, I'm going to interview her, give some, talk, uh, ask some questions, and hopefully we'll have good discussions on some of those. And then after that, we'll get to the closing comments. Uh, we have some prayer requests again for you guys, mm-hmm. and so that'll be fun. So that's what we're we're going to do today. So to start off, update on the college. We just had Thanksgiving. This is coming out right after Thanksgiving. So anyway, great turnout too. We had a lot of people from church join us and. The majority of the student body stayed here. I yeah. think we only lost a few for, you know, they traveled back home, but had a great turnout and big, big uh, amount of food for uh, the group that came in and just a great time of fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we, I think only three students went home. Mm-hmm. And so we had all of them, plus about half our staff was here. The rest of them went back to their families. And then we had, I don't know what do you say. Probably ten to fifteen from church. Yeah, yeah. Showed up, which was awesome. I I actually missed part of it because uh, my daughter Shay, she had a fever, so I stayed home with her. We ate Thanksgiving dinner just her and me, <laughs> which was kind of special. Mm. Uh, and then I, I watched some college basketball, so it wasn't all bad. But um, the boys were up here; they were having fun. And actually, uh, my wife Jessica's not here, so I had just the kids. She's she's at a bachelor party weekend with her cousin Hannah. Yeah. who's getting married in January. So uh, even now, I'm still batching it with just my kids and me. And uh, But yeah, we had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, you want to go through kind of what we what you guys made? And, and yeah, ate? man, we, we've been so uh, blessed with, you know, we still do the manna ministry. So we had tons of turkeys to, um, Jared helped out with that. We did that um, a day in advance. That's a great tip for you cooks out there that are taking notes because Annie's going to be giving a lot of kitchen tips on this podcast. Um, Cook your turkey ahead and cut it, and then you can refrigerate it and just heat it up the day of service. But we had turkey, and we had ham, um, and Jared took... um, Actually, remember um, Pastor Hornock? He did a lot of our classes. He always gives us honey every year, and so we slather that honey on that ham. It's so good, and that's fun. So that's how we use his honey. Um, We have, obviously, the, the favorites of the green bean casserole and the corn custard. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. Grammy's bread is always, there isn't a Thanksgiving without her bread. Um, It wouldn't be Thanksgiving. That was so good. I came back for probably fourth or fifth, especially because we had a huckleberry butter. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that was homemade, right? Yeah. I guess the new word is bussin'. It was bussin'. Okay. It was bussin'. That is a new, that's what the people are saying. (laughs) The kids are saying. I'm taking notes here. Yes. Good. It was bussin'. (laughs) 100%. Um, And then don't get me even starting on desserts because desserts, you've got to clear off the whole bar to get the desserts to fit on where dinner was. So, I mean, we had everything from, you know, Lisa Moyer's, like, famous French silk pie um, to – here's a funny story, okay? We did not have any pumpkin desserts. And I will butt in here because I was going to bring that up. This was probably my first Thanksgiving ever, 31 years, <laughs> that I did not have pumpkin pie. And if anyone who knows me, they know I'm a huge pumpkin, pumpkin pie guy. Actually, when I was – I think on my – Let's say eight or ninth birthday. That's what I asked for. for yeah. My birthday was pumpkin pie, and so I almost passed out when I didn't see pumpkin uh, pie. It on the was line. embarrassing. So five minutes before dessert goes out, I'm seeing that there is no pumpkin pie, and I I know what happened. I saw pumpkin pie filling in Mom's zone, so I knew she was making something. Hmm. And then one of our other staff gals, Abby, um, was like, you know, I think the girls are going to make this pumpkin bread. Well. That's as far as those conversations went, and nothing was ever made. So I quick go grab the pumpkin. Um, Mom had just bought pumpkin marshmallows. I put them in a caramel sauce, and I dumped it on my cheesecake. So we had a pumpkin caramel cheesecake 
that we tried to swing it and make that um, as Thanksgiving as we could. So yeah, I mean it was, it was, it was a yeah. good cheesecake, but I do miss my pumpkin pie. <laughs> we'll we'll probably have to make pumpkin pie this week, exactly, just so I get my fix. But because growing up, like we, my family would always go to my grandparents' house in Pennsylvania, uh, same grandma that rode all the roller coasters with me, and. <laughs> They would do pumpkin everything for dessert. We had, obviously, there's pumpkin pie with a lot of whipped cream, but they do a pumpkin roll, like a homemade pumpkin mm-hmm. roll, which was really good. Yeah. And then my grandpa loved pumpkin, pumpkin, uh, excuse me, pumpkin custard, which is basically just Ugh. the pumpkin filling, but they'd put it in a dish and then throw that on your plate with whipped cream. So it was like pumpkin pie without the crust. Yeah. And so there's at least those three options that I always had growing up and... So I really love pumpkin pie. Well, I I was willing to forego it. You know, Karen Pratt had like an eight cup huckleberry cobbler. Which was amazing. That was amazing. Yes. That was good. So um, I would say those ladies came through for us. Yeah. Dessert was great. I'm not, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I'm very appreciative for everyone that made, that made dessert and it was very good. I had a whole plate of dessert, but it is Thanksgiving. So you have to have pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. But Maybe we won't make that mistake. Maybe next, time. next year I'll have to make it. Yes, to make sure it gets. I dub you. I dub you right now. You've all heard it. Okay. Um, Put me. Yeah. On the podcast, Wade has now been dubbed pumpkin pie maker all for right. 2024. I accept. Okay. I accept. So if you guys want to come to Thanksgiving with us, we always have a big party and a lot of food, a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. And next year, Wade's pumpkin pie. I like it. All right. Be- <laughs> I think I've made it once before. Oh. Uh, and that was also because a couple of years ago, I think it was, what, maybe four or five years ago, we were at Aaron Heidi's house for, for Thanksgiving in Arkansas, and uh, I asked Aaron what the desserts were, and there wasn't pumpkin pie on the list, so I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not making pumpkin pie? And he said, no. And I'm like, fine, I'm, I'm doing it. So I made it. It was pretty good. And uh, I guess the lesson learned is if I want pumpkin pie, I have to make pumpkin yeah. pie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If it's tradition, you got to just make sure it happens. Learn so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we had a fun Thanksgiving. It was good. Um, it was good. Yeah. Got to see um, uh, Mike Moyer um, and Lisa just went over to Europe um, for some teaching that he was doing um, with the EMS. Um, they get invited every year. They yep. took them up on that offer. So we were looking at pictures, which was really cool, of their yeah. European um, trip. And uh, they had a lot of fun. Yeah, Mike suffering Moore. in Italy for his job. Yeah, suffering, suffering the Dolomites. Yes. <clears throat> no, yeah, that's awesome. So it was a really good day, and yeah, I was I was quite full. So always th- always enjoy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next thing we have is class this week is a new class, actually, and this will be taught by Mike Cummins. He's uh, a pastor in Idaho Falls, and we know him from... Uh, Old Faithful Christian Ranch. Yeah. He used yeah. to be on staff there. I think he, he ran the camp, too, for a couple of years. He worked with Perry Rotenberger. Mm-hmm. And so we we take the, the college there to stay, um, usually on our, our Yellowstone trip. And sometimes we do men's retreats there with the church. So mm-hmm. we know Mike. Uh, he's a really great guy. But he's this is the first time he's coming to teach the book of James this week. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. And, um, and I'm sure he'll fit some time in there to... Go with Scott up to the shooting range and, you know, fit that in while yes. he's here. Oh, yeah. He loves he loves <laughs> shooting and hunting and all that. Yeah. And so that's a treat. And I don't know if he's bringing his family or not, but um, I'm excited to see him. And hopefully it's a good week for the yeah. students. Yeah. Good class. Uh, the book the book of James is is, a, is an awesome book. I, I know yeah, One that, of my favorites. Yeah. I had never really gone through it a whole lot till two summers ago when Dr. B was here and he did uh, FBI, which is our Sunday school, adult Sunday school at church. He went through the book of James, and it was a great, great study. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll mention this again at the end, but if you guys want to listen in on on class this week, go ahead and go to our Facebook page, the college's Facebook page, and you can look uh, and find the live stream there. And it's always up there for free every day. So if you want to go ahead and listen, um, do that. Yeah, and if you ever tune in and it's a black screen, it means that we are on break. Um, And we've just paused it for a few brief moments. Sometimes people are like, you're not on and we are. We just are taking those little coffee breaks that the students need, yep. and um, which is funny because none of the students. Well, take that back. One student drinks coffee this year. You know that is that is interesting. We yeah. do have less students this year than we did last year, but I think last year for breakfast I had to make at least three pots of coffee. Yeah, and this they year, can barely get through a pot. Right. It's yeah. like 
if I make two, I'm always, you know, <laughs> throwing away a whole pot. So yeah. that is quite interesting. So yeah. stay tuned. If it's black screen, um, just means that we're on break or the professors may be given a quiz. Yeah. Um, that could be it too. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's new with, uh, what's new with camp. That's what's going on in our lives. And so let's go oh, to. We should mention real quick. Yep. We got our first snow. Oh, yeah. We got our first snow on Thanksgiving morning. Wait, I, I'm sure I'm dating myself here. I can't remember when it's been this late for snowfall. You know, I think I've been out here about 12 years. I think I do remember one Thanksgiving without snow. And I think it was 2013. But most, most of the time, yeah, we have at least some, if not a foot or two already. Yeah. Last year, we certainly had a foot or so. So, so we have this dusting, and yeah. there must have been a good inch by breakfast time. And I, I see one of the students, and so I shout out to Samuel. I'm like, Samuel, he's our, he's our southern boy. And I'm like, how do you like the snow? And he goes, oh, this is more than I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, is he in <laughs> oh, for a winter? Oh, boy. <laughs> so this will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was super happy with the weather. Even though it, was, it got cold, it didn't snow. And, and uh, I, I like the snow to hold off as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So, But it's here now, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay all right so let's move on to the next segment of the podcast and this is our draft so oh, yes what we're going to be doing today is andy and i are going to take turns drafting basically a dinner uh and so we're just gonna it's, it's gonna be four rounds we're gonna draft a main a main dish we're gonna draft a side dish and then we're gonna draft a dessert and then a drink so put together your favorite dish a complete dish with dessert and drink uh, and stuff that we make at camp so that a lot of the alumni that are listening, if, if they've had these, these dishes mm-hmm. before, they know, uh, they know what we're, we're drafting. So I'll let you go first and you don't have to, you don't have to go right down the line. You can take your drink first if you want to. Um, some of the strategy is mm-hmm. if you don't want me to, to draft something, oh, you better man. take it first. So if you have a dessert that you need to have, then maybe draft your dessert first, but I'll let you go first. And so we'll do four rounds and we're going to make our best meal from camp. Okay, I think I'm going to steal dessert. All right, I go just for have it. to. Russian cream. Oh, it's been a hit. It's been dude. such a hit. And it is silky smooth. Um, it's got the just that incredible amount of cream, but like that balance of sugar. And then you just top it with raspberries galore. And I'd have to say Russian cream would be, uh, I got to steal that one from you. Yeah, you definitely stole that. That is one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. What's your next, what's your pick, your draft pick? All right, since you took dessert, I'm not going to take dessert. I can leave that to last because... I'm a little worried. Because you're not going to steal it. I'm going to go main dish here. And we just had it, actually, for our our pastor's retreat. And it's one of the all-time favorites. And this one was exceptional. It is Jared's Smoked... Stop! Yeah, whenever you say the words Jared's (laughs) Smoked, you know that's an amazing dish. But it'll be... Jared smoked bone-in prime rib. Stink. Yep. Yes. Okay, that was a good. That was a good yes. pick. I'll give you that. And oh. and I do like the the bone-in. I think it it adds the flavor having the bones in there. Yeah. We've had. I mean, both of them are good, but the bone-in. It was phenomenal. Prime rib. Oh my word. And it just the so crust good. on it, and then yeah. he lets it sit. Um, funny thing. One time we had a uh, a gala that we had to do, and we cooked twenty-one prime ribs at camp yeah. at one time. And Jared went around in the vehicle with the coolers in the vehicle, and the whole the whole camp smelled like meat. Yeah. Because and it was phenomenal. So good. But we had twenty one cooking. I mean, I think Brenda had one in her cabin. Like everybody yeah, had whoever a had prime an rib. oven had a prime rib <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. We had to serve. Uh, it was close to two fifty, two seventy five, and um, that was for our uh, turning point. Um, now it's called. Oh man. It's just updated its uh, name. I apologize. I don't know. But um, our crisis pregnancy center in town. And so we did a fundraiser for them. But yeah, um, yeah, that was fun. Okay. Um, That one hit hard. That was painful. Um, The Russian cream was painful to me. So So I think uh, because you've taken the main, I'm going to go aside because I don't, I want to like rob that one. There's one that I'll be real upset if you take. I'm going to let you know right now. And I don't, I don't think I'll intimidate you to here too oh, yeah. much okay um they have to be done correctly and they have to have the right sauce on them but the brussels sprouts Ooh. um with the bacon and the balsamic glaze those are pretty stellar 
Um, you got to cook them right or, you know, it's it's too hard. It's not going to work. But um, if I do it right, uh, it's usually quite the hit. So hopefully that didn't hit you too hard. And I was nice there. No. I, I felt like that was a little kind. That's, that's very there. kind. And actually, <laughs> my pick, I think, is totally legal. And it has very, very similar elements, but it is a different dish. And so my, I'll, I'll just, let's see. Do I need to get the drink out of the way first? I yeah, mean, I'll do drink because you haven't done drink yet. Okay, okay. So I'll just make sure I get what I want here. And I'm not going chalk because I know chalk would be camp tea, which is great. <laughs> I'm going to go with, um, some. Of, sometimes the staff girls, they make a, um, mm. um, they like blend up strawberries and stuff and put it in lemonade. So the blended oh, strawberry lemonade. That is good. Yes. that And that's something that's kind of recent. So yeah. if, if you haven't been here yeah. in a while, that's more recent. But that that is phenomenal. And then so, you decorate it with all the uh, orchids and the, oh, and make it all pretty and stuff. Yeah. yeah so, that is a that is very pleasing to the eye, too. It oh, yeah. It looks elegant. And we do, yeah, we do that a lot for I'm our, kind our of, galas I'm and kind things. kind of like, man, Wade. This is tough. This is tough. And, you know, there's only two of us. If there was a third person in here stealing other stuff, that would be, be worse. So Okay, well, I'm going to go just easy here. I'll go with my drink. Okay. I, I think I would be, I, I don't want to say stoned, but I, if I didn't have this drink, I would lose about 500 votes off the bat. I have do to do camp tea. Okay, I mean, camp fine. tea, if I don't, right now, I just won 500 votes because... I said that. There would definitely be some people that are upset that Camp T went undrafted. (laughs) So I got to do Camp T. No, that's good. (laughs) I like it. All right. So I have left my side dish and my dessert. I think I'll go side dish here because I need a little bit longer to think about the dessert since you you stole Russian cream. Um, My my side dish, like I said, is very similar to what you did. You did Brussels sprouts with the, the bacon and all that in there. I'm going to do, I don't know what, what you call it. It's Grammy's cabbage, I think. <gasps> no is what way! You call it. Yes, it is It is cra- cabbage. Oh, that is good. That you throw it on the grill, you, you chop it up into bite-sized pieces, you yep. throw it on the grill, and then you add bacon to it, and just <gasps> with a little bit of oil and uh, seasoning. Yep. You know, salt and pepper and maybe some garlic salt on there. Oh, man. It is good. Is I never liked cabbage killer. unless Grammy made it that way. And to be honest, I, it's just from memory. Like, I don't remember her ever writing it down. I just remember there's bacon grease, and she would fry that cabbage till it was so wilted yeah. that it was fork tender, and it is amazing. If you want to um, impress the crowd with a, a head of cabbage, that's how to do it. A little bacon fat never hurt anybody. Okay, so I'm down to did now. I, did I call it the right thing? Is would you call it Grammy's cabbage? Or uh, let's call it Grammy's cabbage. I think it's a good okay. ode to her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's what I, I like it. that. So you just have your, your um, main dish left. Okay. The only thing that I know that could really um, compete with his prime rib, um, man, there's two, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of toss this one. I'm, I'm gonna go with another meat, and I'm gonna stay, say the steak, Diane. Okay, um, no, that's great. Pick. When you've got a fillet, um, and it's cooked to perfection, and Jared, oh man, last week. We had that as well for the pastors retreat. They ate good this year. Oh, they ate very good. They ate really good. Yeah. Um, we love serving them and we love giving them our best. Um, if he just does that on medium and then it's in that like cream sauce oh, and man. oh, so good. So yeah, I'm going to go with that. I need to go eat dinner now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny talking about this after Thanksgiving too. I know. I'm still full from yesterday. Man. Yeah. Wow. What a great pick. And yeah, we the one we just had, the steak Diane for the pastors was... Oh, just perfect. Melt in your mouth. It was good. Melt in your mouth. It was good. All right. So here's my last pick. I have my dessert. And I am a huge ice cream guy. And I don't know if this will quite count, but it is something that we have had here multiple times. It is something that Ann Benware makes when she's here. It is her Buster Bar, uh, (laughs) which is essentially it's an ice cream cake. But it's got a layer of peanuts on the bottom, oh. and it's got Oreos in the middle. And Oreo just, crust. Yeah. You know, vanilla ice cream all, all throughout the rest of it. And that is just... I, I might have lost 200 votes just for that pick, well, that draft pick. I mean, yeah. I, that is... I mean, you kind of... That was a little unfair. You used a Benware name in there. You know what? You Sometimes you can't play fair <laughs> if you want to win. <laughs> got to play, uh, yeah, a little dirty in the kitchen. You got to yeah. just take it. Take it. 
I know Anne will appreciate this. Whenever oh. sometimes I, you know, when we're in Arizona, we go to her house and she'll make Buster Bar for me. So, mm. or at least we'll have a uh, an ice cream bar. But and it's like homemade fudge sauce on oh top. Oh my word! Yeah, you can't. It's really so eat. good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. All right. Which so, we do have that um, recipe. She gave me the we? recipe. Yeah. So we, we do that. need to get that cookbook going. Oh. It's definitely yeah, we, been we on need the back a, a volume two. We do have a volume one. Yeah, I dropped it in the deep fryer. Okay, so we need another <laughs> volume one. <laughs> I wasn't on, but the pages are very hard to turn. It's very crispy. Yep, now. very crispy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we need it. Yeah, we already have a cookbook for camp, but we should do another one. That'd be fun. Mm. All right, I'll run through the teams. Okay, uh, I'll go with you first. All I right. like it. All right, so you took for your main dish steak, Diane. Mm-hmm. Great. Your side dish is the Brussels sprouts with bacon. I like it. Your dessert is Russian cream mm. with the berries on top. You have to have that, the berries, and then camp tea is your drink. I like it. That's pretty solid. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good great. solid. Yeah. All right, and the winning team is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we should throw up a poll. And the votes are in. Want. Um, Jessica, stop calling Wade. Yeah. So my dish, uh, my my, my main dish is Jer's smoked prime mm-hmm. rib, bone in prime rib. My side dish is Grammy's cabbage with all with the bacon that and all that. Oh, good. so good. Yeah, my dessert is Buster Bar, mm-hmm. and Ben wears Buster Bar, and then my drink is the strawberry lemonade, which is just, that that is just pretty good. Phenomenal. That I mean, is a good one. These are both great teams. I'm not gonna lie. You're right. I mean, we could do a back to back dinner, but someone's got to win. You yeah, know, maybe I'll, I'll throw up a poll somewhere, and maybe you guys can vote on who that would be fun. Who had the best uh, team here? Remember how much you guys like camp tea? Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It's whatever you like. Whatever you like. That's awesome. I right. like that. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. was that, that fun? That was fun. Okay. Yeah, Thank we'll you. do more of these. That was uh, good. These are always a fun idea. We'll do some drafts, and I thought this would be fun, because hopefully some of these dishes you, you have had before. So, mm-hmm. um, All right, so let's move on to the next segment here. Not only are you hosting today with me, Annie, mm. but you're also my alumni interview. Oh. And so this is alumni interview number two. Okay, my knees are shaking. No, it's this is not high pressure. <laughs> um, but you are you are alumni, and mm-hmm. you were here um, as a student quite a while ago, mm-hmm. you know, I guess. So, a couple decades. Yeah, I don't want to call you old. You Thank know, you. Because you're very youthful Thank still. Thank you. I appreciate that. But you were in college, you know, relatively a long time ago. Yes. Um. So, let, here's my first question. What year were you a student? So, I entered into um, 2000, graduated in 01. So, it was a couple decades okay. ago. Graduated in 01. Yep. Yeah. So, 22 years yeah, ago? Yeah, 22. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So, it's insane. Second question. What was the most impactful thing that you learned while being a student at JHBC? Being that it was a couple decades ago, this is going to take me a little while to uh, sure. dust off the cobwebs, if you will. Um, I'd have to say most impactful thing. Um, I think this is, you know, these podcasts are fun because, man, we're just going to tear it open and really see the raw footage here. Um, so you guys are just going to see some of my heart that maybe you didn't see before. But, um, you know, being a pastor's kid, I think there is a... Um, a uh, a thought process that they just well they've been to all their dad's you know sermons they have taken all the notes they know what their the thought is of you know um, what dad's teaching and and that stuff and I'll be honest I came away from that year not even realizing the the line of Christ and how it was all throughout the Bible um, it's kind of embarrassing to say it out loud um, I was kind of like why is you know Esther in the Bible. Like why, what's important about that book? Um, And then to step back, um, dad does this with every class where he goes and and talks about the mosaic or the puzzle pieces. And he goes up to the whiteboard and he's like, right here, you can only see three pieces of the puzzle or the mosaic. And then you step back and you see the whole picture. And for me, I couldn't believe it that I never realized that Christ was all throughout scripture. And I mean, I know that sounds so cliche, like, why wouldn't you know that? But I just never put the two and two together, if you will. It just, that was, that was um, very jaw dropping for me um, to be like, oh my word, that's okay. That's why that book is in scripture. And, um, you know, God's revealing himself through every page of this book 
And when, you know, you really do see that whole mosaic at the end of the year, it's like, wow, I can't believe I missed that all growing up. So, um, pretty amazing that it was definitely in my backyard, um, literally. So, yeah, that's, that's really cool. I like that answer. All right. So college was started in the fall of 1996, right? Mm -hmm. And so you were in high school. You think uh, sophomore, yeah, you said? sophomore, yeah. So so I want to know, what was your first reaction when you heard, you know, your dad and some of the staff talking about turning camp into a college? They're talking about getting rid of all the mm-hmm. winter groups you had, all the youth groups. Yeah. You probably, you know, knew a bunch of people well, that, that would come every year. And now they're saying, we're going to be a Bible college. Mm-hmm. What was your first reaction to that as a teenager? Really? I, I was very skeptical. Okay. I was very like, okay, we're turning into what? Like... <laughs> Bible colleges are big things. Like you think of the word college, you're thinking of a four year or something, um, you know, big, lots of numbers, um, you know, buses. (laughs) You're thinking of like a lot of things. And I'm like, are we really that? Is that what we are? Is that what this is going to be? And um, okay, also put it in, you know, step into my shoes for a second. We're, you know, it was me, dad. Uh, mom and Holly, you know, just the four of us. So, you know, growing up, it was just the four eating at the dinner table. Then right. Scott joined the family and, um, you know, they had their own house uh, down the way um, there at Tiwanot when they first uh, were married. And so, you know, it was just doing life as a little family together. We had staff and then we had my grandparents and my grandparents would cook and mm-hmm. they would do, um, you know, all these cook cooking uh, weekends for like young life would come in with like 80 skiers and snowboarders and they would take over the lodge we'd feed them you know pizza and bippies and Hmm. all the fun stuff and then they'd leave and then the next weekend another ski group would come and then they'd leave so when we first talked about or when they first talked about the college it was kind of like okay can we still do this can we still make it happen so that um the bunkhouse can be used and believe it or not there were in the early years um, winter groups still. We oh, wow. still had some groups that would come in because we basically winterized the bunkhouse and we didn't use that at all. It was never used for dorms. Oh wow! It would just shut down all winter, and we wouldn't hmm. we'd use it as storage or whatever. So we would have a few groups, and I think you know. Most of you know that I'm very social, butterfly. Um, I was bummed, I think, that I would miss all these, you know, high schoolers coming in for the weekend retreats. And I'm like, Who, we're going to miss all this now? And now we're going to have these students stay at our property all year long? And it, you feel a little kind of like, this is my territory. Like, sure. What are you, why are we bringing all these people? And then that totally changed when um, the students came in and, oh my goodness, it happens it happens this year it happened last year it's happened for decades since yeah uh previous and it's family and it's amazing because um shout out to eric hovind he was first year student and he was my big brother we um you know uh bo jacoby um man we just had so much fun uh the gals they just accepted me and they were my big sis my big sisters you know i holly being married we kind of there was a little distance there and you know she had her life and so i would just hang out with the the college students all the time so for me it was that hesitancy and then it moved into oh this is going to be good this is going to be awesome so i mean it's so rich because there's so much more time to be involved with one another and have that intentional friendship. And, um, man, I, I'm so glad we went the way we did. And, um, and that mindset of college, you know, um, it's almost like, I don't know, come to Bible home camp. I don't know if there's something very special about what we have here. Sometimes you read the word college and, it's so much more. It's so much more deep than right. that. But yeah, that was that was my thoughts. Yeah, that I think a lot of us would feel the same. You know, it. This is your home, and now yeah. it's something different and new. And and it yeah. was about. You might remember the date better than me. Um, it was then, quite a few years later, that we did turn the bunkhouse into dorms, and then that obviously has been much more beneficial right. with housing more students. Um, 
And it would be fun on one of these podcasts, Wade, um, to even get like a layout of, you know, each year how we built on, how we grew, sure. how we made things a little different, changed from the green indoor carpet yes. to hardwood, you know, things like that. But yeah, so we did we did end up getting our dorm rooms, which was cool. Yeah. Great. All right. So the next question here, back think about back when you were a student and um, I want to know what is one thing that the college did back then that we don't do now that you appreciate. You know, talk about the way things change and in 27, eight years of the college, you know, things have, have changed, gone, you know, gone this way, gone that way. Obviously stuck to the main the main purpose, but the way you do things changes or who comes mm-hmm. to teach changes. So what back when you were a student, what is something that you really liked and appreciated that the college did back then? Man, I I loved the trips. Um we still do them. It was nothing, nothing has changed since then, um, but made it so unique. Um, and we did a lot more trips actually than any other year. Um, we got to go to like the San Diego zoo. I'm not trying to rub this in anybody's face. We got to do so many fun things. We got to go to SeaWorld. Um, and that was just really fun and spectacular. Um, it was, um, definitely hard to navigate at times because, we didn't have any um, RAs our year. Oh. So there was, you know, we kind of uh, were led, um, you know, by the uh, dean of students. Um, but, you know, they wouldn't go on trips with us all the time. Okay. So then when we went, we'd be with the driver um, and kind of try to fly um, autopilot, if you will. Wow. But, um, but yeah, I loved the trips. Um and all the work that gets put into them. Now that I'm, now that I'm part of that right. process, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we did it back then. It takes a te- it takes an army to oh, go yeah. on a trip. 100%. So I don't know what Holly was doing back then, but man, she was juggling a lot. So that was that was fun back then. And so, what is something that the college does now that you really like and appreciate? That's new from when you were a student, or different from when you were a student. They make camp life so much more and and forgive me i it's it's the same hat they give college life so much more color um the staff does they put so much effort into when we have like a 40s and 50s night or we do our um we call it hillbilly or harvest night Mm -hmm. um and they just their input and their time and involvement into this place is what makes this place happen and um I would say, you know, because I didn't have the RAs, that's what I can compare with. Yeah. Because um, we, we, we did um, home movies. We made home movies our year. And um, we would try to make skits and record them. Oh, really? I'd love to. Man, Mandy Bruce, if you're listening out there, we got to get Todd's videos and see what those look like. Because um, we had a, a stuffed animal cow okay. and uh, with a lasso. And he would always be in the movie. And uh, so we had to make up a lot of games. Uh, there was a lot of uh, idle time. Sure. Um, but, man, with uh, a lot of staff today, um, yeah. this year, and RAs, um, they just really help um, the students be able to navigate, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're going to have, you know, volleyball this night, or we're going to go play broomball here, or whatever. And um, I appreciate that so much because, I mean, you and I even know as as parents now, mm-hmm. it's just nice that they even include our kids. And it is the most precious thing to be able to have this, again, family atmosphere. Right. And so that's what I most appreciate about today. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I think the more the staff gets into it, you know, on those event mm-hmm. nights, dressing up mm-hmm. and, you know, acting out the part and putting up all the decorations, I think it makes it so much more fun for the students. Oh. And your wife, my my niece Jessica, yeah. puts in hours of decorating time with her team, and they just transform the place. Oh yeah! And it, you, you see it when the students walk in; it is like they light up, and it's like you know they're thinking, "Wow, this is special," you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. that's fun. I I love all those special events we do, and so let's get to a question that I always like mm-hmm. to ask to and will ask to every alumni that I interview, but um, for those who have been here at college and and have now left and are out, you know, in the workforce, getting married and having families, um, hopefully plugging into a church, but 
but seeing some spiritual up and downs or you know maybe missing the fellowship that we had here. Annie, what is your best advice that you have uh, to our alumni? So, wait, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of make this a, this might be a longer answer, and I'm going to kind of make this a two-part um, with kind of back at the Prairie Quest. So, and it'll go hand in hand, and you'll understand. So, um, advice to the alumni. So, um, back in January of this last year, um, we had our five dear friends, mm-hmm. um, brothers and brother and sisters in Christ, um, pass away in a car accident on I-80. Um Many of you probably know um, the story, and um, if you don't, um, they were visiting us. They were here for a whole week, and um, they were all from the same church um, down in Arkansas at uh, Faith Bible Fellowship um, in Sherwood, Arkansas. And um, there, um, that's where uh, Joey Waller, who the first podcast you had, yep. um, that's his home church, and, and Gracie. Um, Gracie, who's our head women's RA, and um, that's their church. And so... Um, they came and visited for a week and we had the best week of fellowship. I mean, I don't know how they jammed in all that they did while they were here, Hmm. but they got it all done and it was amazing. Well, in God's graciousness, um, and I see it this way, um, the family in Arkansas was able to say their goodbyes because they were going to Wyoming. Hmm. And then in God's graciousness, we were able to say goodbye because they were going home, but not the home we were thinking. And they were going home and um so all parties got to say goodbye which i don't think um we can appreciate enough that he gave us that opportunity to do um so there was a um, driver on the wrong side of the road and it made the uh, semi who he was going against um swerve into um r5 in Mm -hmm. the truck and um from what i understand they instantly went to glory yeah. And, um, you know, this this Thanksgiving holiday, you know, this has been another um, milestone, another um, moment where uh, they are leaning on Jesus. Um, and a lot of family members who don't know the Lord um, who need to be leaning on Jesus. So we just we hold them in our prayers and pray that their eyes are opened um, to God's sovereignty. And um, it was his choice to take him home. Mm-hmm. And he had that plan from the very beginning. So about a week after this accident, um, and I think it was before we left for the funeral. Yeah, it was. We had a Zoom call, and we just felt like there was a lot of grieving going on throughout the alumni community. Um, And we're like, you know what? Let's do the Zoom call. We were kind of refreshing ourselves since the COVID because we hadn't done it since then. Right. And we got on, and we just announced it, you know, to a certain number, as many people as we could, but I know we didn't hit everybody. And so the student body is sitting in their chairs, and I think we had just finished singing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the alumni at camp, so all the staff and family, were, if you will, kind of on the front stage. So our faces are facing the students. But we, if I can kind of explain this over a podcast, we are also facing the Zoom call. So the students, the present year students, are just watching our faces with the Zoom call, if that makes any sense, if you can kind of picture that. And everybody starts popping up on the screen. And two, four, six, eight, ten, twenty. I think we had, I think we had about 25 that Zoomed in that night. And wait, all I can say is, I mean, everybody knows how emotional I am. Um, I don't cry just when making onions. That's, that's you know. <laughs> Actually, I probably don't cry when I do onions because I cry all the rest of the time. The tears just flowed down my face, and the students are watching all of us. And it was like, uh, sounds so sounds so silly, but it was almost like a cyber hug, if you will. We were just looking at each other, and all we could say was, like, I love you. It's so mm. good to see you. Because we knew at that moment how incredibly precious and finite life is. Hmm. And we all came together for that moment of honoring the five, praying for the families, praying for our alumni, because there was some there that knew and had just met them. There was not a dry eye in that room. Whether you were weeping or just misty-eyed, there was not a dry eye in that room. And we all came together. And I say this a lot. Um, 
and I said it to Solomon was one of the five. Um, and I said it to him the, the last night he made dinner with us. Um, he was in there making his tacos on Friday night and they passed away on Sunday. And I'm like, Solomon, ugh, I feel like this is like an ounce, not even an ounce, like a fraction of an ounce of what heaven's going to be like. Hmm. There were 18 of us in the kitchen cooking at the same time. And we just laughed. And little did I know my words. I mean, two days later. And I just remember that time being together with all the alumni. And I'm like, guys, we need to do this. We need to make this a common occurrence. And to my embarrassment and my apology over podcast, we didn't get there. We didn't, right. we didn't make that um, as committed. And I have been hopefully one of Wade's biggest uh, cheerleaders, and not to say that boastfully, but to say thank you for not dropping the ball. Thank you so much for continuing to reach out to the alumni because I really think this is going to be such an encouragement to you listening out there. You know, whether you're doing the laundry, vacuuming, mowing, um, I guess plowing, if you're doing that this time of year, um, whatever you're doing, doing it for the glory of the Lord. Um, I'm I'm making mac and cheese. Am I making a difference in the world? Um, all I'm doing is making mac and cheese. Um, and I, I say that a lot jokingly, but no, do everything for the Lord, for his kingdom. Um, and we're all the body of Christ. So you who's mowing out there or vacuuming or, you know, um, serving Jesus wherever you are, whether it's at a pulpit or whether it's at a mechanic shop, um, you're serving the Lord and do it rejoicefully do it with gladness um and and let people see that you're different um let people see that you're different and so uh, to sum up my big you know 10 minute answer of the best advice to alumni reach out um reach back home uh you're always welcome back here i love the visitors i love it when you guys um come and call or visit or i got a lot of happy thanksgivings yesterday um from a lot of the alumni and it's so precious to hear from you guys and just know that here at home base at home plate um you're prayed for and you're thought of and you're remembered and there might be those days that go by and you're like wow like what did i do today um make it count make it for the lord um and and wait, I'd love to, um, maybe at the end of the talk, if you have time, Romans 8.18 was on two of the girls' um, Instagrams. Yeah. And I apologize, I don't have it memorized. I could grab a, a Bible here quick or in the classroom. But Romans 8.18 um, uh, was on Ava and Susie's Instagrams. And talk about a powerful way to leave this world and leave your mark. Um, wait, do you want to read that? Um, yeah, no, you're up. pulling that up. Which version do you want? I got let's the... do, let's do NIV let's, or ESV, whichever one. Yeah, let's go to ESV here. Thank you. That's it's awesome. Thinking. Yeah. It's thinking. Well, I threw that one at you. So <clears throat> no, thank you for the perfect. cyber pause there. Here we go. Yeah. Romans eight eighteen. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Mm. And Wade, what an incredible last phrase. What an incredible last promise and hope hmm. that they have left their families, left their friends. Guys, they're not hurting. They're they're in glory. We're the ones that are sad, but it's like, how are we going to live for Jesus today? How are you going to live yeah. cooking mac and cheese? You know, <laughs> how are you going to live having Thanksgiving dinner with Shay? And um, so, yeah, just leaving that out there with you alumni. Um, you know, how are you living for Jesus? And always reach out. Um, we love you and we're always welcome you home. <laughs> yeah, great answer. And let's switch gears here a little bit. Okay. Um, I'd like to... I'll put the Kleenex away. Since you, yes. <laughs> Since you are the camp cook, one of the camp cooks, and you've been doing that for a while, I would like to know, uh, where did your love mm. for cooking come from? Because if, you know, for you guys out there, whenever you think of Annie, you think of a lot of things, but one of the first things you think of is cooking. So where did your inspiration for cooking come from? Well, and this isn't hard, too hard to figure out. It was Grammy. I mean, she... She was always in the kitchen, and it was not so much what she made, it's how she made it, and with everything she, all of her energy she had, she was always in the kitchen. So it wasn't like I can completely remember like a meal or something, um, 
there's specifics. There's the the cabbage, yeah. the bippies. Um, I can remember mashed potatoes. You know, I can remember just a few things, but um, it was her drive, um, and she was always always doing that. Uh, so that was that was probably my biggest. Um, I guess you could say push inspiration would be Graham. So did, is that were who taught you how to cook, or you just kind of? You know, I just Learned watched by her. Watching, yeah. yeah, I really just watched her, and her pet peeves became my pet peeves. Oh yeah. So she would be, do not sample my food in the kitchen. So what is my pet peeve? Do not sample the yep. food in the kitchen. Uh, whipping towels. That is a Grammy, and that is a me. So it's funny because I've adopted her um, <laughs> her pet peeves to my pet peeves. So that's it. where they came from. I love it. <laughs> And one last question before we get out of the interview. What is your favorite thing to make in the kitchen? We, you make so many things. Uh, maybe something you just enjoy making or you enjoy eating it after you make. What is one of the favorite things or the favorite thing you make in the kitchen? Okay. Man. Okay. This is hard to wrap up on. Um, I'd have to say, mm, favorite thing. I'd probably have to say Bippy's. Because it does go back to Grammy. Yeah. Um, as I'm doing them, I'm methodically remembering how she did it. I'm methodically remembering the cinnamon under her fingernails and making sure I have enough cinnamon that my nails look the same way. <laughs> I know that sounds so <laughs> weird. Um, but I'm doing it exactly like she did. Uh, she did it. I pull out the knife that she would use. Okay. And I use the same knife that she uses. She would use. And um, so I'd, I'd have to say, without a shadow of a doubt, Bippies. Um and you all know that I love to do a last minute, like that caramel sauce and the pumpkin cheesecake, yep. that five minute thing. I always wanted a food show and I was going to call it Don't Panic because I would just whip something together in five minutes. Uh, Jen and Kenton and Ben and Kyla, you guys remember the 20 minute dinner I put together because I looked around and it was work day and I'm like, okay, there's Jared, there's Holly, there's, okay, mom, me, who's in the kitchen making dinner? It's 20 minutes till dinner, and I had a ham dinner on the table in 20 minutes. Wow. So I always, I always like those little, you know, it's, shout out to that, that year. Thank you for eating it, even if you didn't like it, because it was one of those. You could do it with that small of a class. Oh, you, you yeah. You could do that. But. You know, I, I've been in the kitchen the last couple of years and done a fair amount of cooking, but it is amazing. If you haven't been in the kitchen, you'd be shocked at... <laughs> The time it took us, you know, we're, we're, we're rolling along doing these things. Oh, shoot, we forgot this. Yes, There's yes. 10 minutes or five minutes. Whip it out real quick. Some, 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 I'm yeah. shocked yeah. when I see. You forgot hollandaise sauce? Holy Make cow. Make the prayer long, Wade. Yes. Make it long. And then pray very long. Yeah, he makes an announcement. And boom. boom, we're done. It, it, is, it is amazing. <laughs> we should make a, t- uh, oh, a TV man. show about last minute cooking. You know, how fast can you make this? This is so fun. Um, Wade, this has been fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you, I'll let awesome. you in here. Yeah, Let's thank do you this. so much uh, for coming on with me. And just before we we end, I do want to mention again the live streams. So if you want to listen to any of the teaching that you remember or some of the new classes like this week, go ahead and go to uh, the Facebook page for the college, Jackson Hole Bible College Facebook page, and it, it'll always be on there uh, for free for you to watch the, the classes. And the podcast schedule said last week I want to do one hopefully every week. That is my plan moving forward. So we'll try to get one out. We want the jingle to be memorized. <clears throat> yes. So we want to keep that going. Every Monday morning, <laughs> you can look for the podcast. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll keep to that. And then I do want to say more teasers. We are going to get Mark Spence on here. Uh, we have the podcast, but I wanted to wait till Gracie was home mm-hmm. to do that because she was there with me. And then also I do want to, I don't know when this is going to happen, but have Pastor Don come sit down and tell the whole history of his life, of, of his coming out to Wyoming at a young age. and I would say that might be a Lord. two or three part podcast. We'll see how long <laughs> it goes, but I'd love to just hear, him. you know, how did the camp and the college get their start and, and tell some funny stories about not knowing how to build and building buildings and all that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, and then a couple of prayer requests. I told you guys about Brad Belcher last week. I don't have mm. an update, but continue to pray for him as he's recovering from um, mm. his kidney disease. And as far as I know, he's doing well, but um, that just was... Just weak and just really yeah, trying to build that back up. Quite traumatic. Mm-hmm. And then um, Aunt Bev, she, she's doing great, but she is going to go in, I think, this week for an, M- an MRI on her yeah, kidney. Yeah, get that, get that little um, spot checked out on her kidney, which they're pretty sure is is cancerous but curable. Yeah. 
So, but she's doing great. I mean, yeah. like we said this last week. Doing better. She's, she's walking really around. Really looking better, yeah. Um, she's, she's pretty much back to, to normal she, Mimi. She made, she made one of the pies yesterday. So She, she was, made the she wrong in... kind of pie, but she did make a pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she's doing great. Um, Remember, you same, are her favorite. You better say something Mimi. nice there. Yes, well, she, she always likes to say that she loved me first, and then my mother would remind her, well, God loved me first, talking about Wade, <laughs> and then my mom loved me, and then Mimi. So Mimi's third, but yeah. she's on the podium. That's right. Um, but yes, <laughs> that's a story in and of itself. Uh, we could tell that one time. Oh, that's funny. Um, and you had one more prayer request. Uh, yeah, let's, let's be praying for... Um, Israel, Wade, just everything um, that's going on over there right now, making agreements and um, doing um, kind of a ceasefire while hostages are being uh, released. And uh, man, it's just so, so sad on so many levels and um, and just deep. You really can't talk about it as a family because it's, it's too hard for young ears. Um, but Lord, uh, we just ask the Lord to really, um, you know, bless, bless this uh, country. But open their eyes, open their eyes. They're so veiled, and they just can't see that he's the way. So yeah. um, keep Israel in your prayers. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, if you have any comments or questions or podcast ideas, go ahead and feel free to send those to jhbcpod at gmail.com. That is jhbcpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, also want to say again a big thank you to Ian and for Joe for our intro music. Mm-hmm. And for their help with this. And then a bigger thank you to all staff who have encouraged me, who have sat down and helped me with this. And then I do want to do a special shout out to our number one fan so far. That would be Teresa. yeah, Teresa in in Maine. Yep. She... I want like that little like uh, sound bar where you can like turn up the audience and everybody's like, Tua! you know, yeah. like the clapping yeah. thing. Teresa Trumbell. I I, I was blanking on her last Teresa name. Teresa Trumbull. Teresa Moyer. But hey, she's reached out and all the way over some, there in some Maine. encouragement. And so I appreciate that. So shout out mm. to Teresa there. And did you have anything else to add, Annie? No, I had a great time. Yeah, this I did was too. fun. This was different because we're usually in the kitchen cooking together. Yes. And, and now we're now we're cooking for the podcast. I tell you what, <laughs> this is new for me, but thank you, Wade. This was fun. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. I guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. All right, bye.